What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future passion. Explore paths to careers that will excite and motivate you. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu to find out how to connect to your future. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning. Legislation on short-term rentals is coming together in Lansing. WSJM's Andrew Green reports. State Representative Joey Andrews is speaking with Southwest Michigan residents this week about short-term rentals as he helps to work on legislation to regulate them. He held a listening session in St. Joseph on Thursday and filled everyone in on the legislative framework. The new bill package would create a state short-term rental registry for such properties. Residents could lodge complaints about short-term rentals through the registry. Andrews told us the legislation would also expand the hotel tax to cover STRs and create an excise tax on short-term rentals that would go back to the local municipality. It'd be a 6% tax on uh, revenue generated from the short-term rentals. This would go to the state. 1% of it, or about 1% of it, would be kept to pay for the registry, and the remaining would flow back into the municipality it came from. So it's all through a restricted fund, and it flows in, flows back out. The legislation would allow local regulation of STRs, but not outright bans. Andrews said it's intended to maintain local control. Andrew Green, WSJM News. The Michigan Flywheelers Museum in South Haven will fire up the House of David Steam-Powered Locomotive 902 next week after 50 years of inactivity. Museum President Pat Ingalls tells us the House of David had three trains that moved people around its property from the early 1900s to the 1970s. After they shut down, Merlin Hansen bought two of the trains, 902 and 903. 903 is on display at LMC's Hansen Technology Center. Ingle says 902 was donated to the Flywheelers Museum. They wanted something near to uh, Benton Harbor, but couldn't make it happen. And about 10 years ago, I believe, they had come and looked at our museum. And then a couple years ago, they decided that we were the place to have it. He says they've been working this year to lay the track for the quarter-scale locomotive. It hasn't been easy, but now they've got about 2,100 feet of track. We'll start up the train next Thursday morning. That's not all they have planned. Future plans include a depot, roundhouse, and turntable, and a storage building for trains. Ingle says the train is not yet licensed to carry passengers, so the public won't be able to ride it next week. However, anyone can come and watch a piece of history be reborn when the train starts to move. He advises arriving around 8 a.m., it's $10 to get into the museum. Allegan County Transportation is now operating seven propane-powered buses to help the county meet air quality attainment goals. The move will also save taxpayer dollars with 50% savings on fuel, 70% savings on maintenance costs. Propane buses are 90% cleaner than current EPA emission standards. The county says they'll better prepare them for additional national emission requirements that will be implemented in 2024 and 2027. Allegan County officials note that propane autogas is a non-toxic, non-carcinogenic, and non-corrosive fuel. It poses no harm to groundwater or soil. The Environmental Protection Agency classifies the fuel as a non-contaminant. Results from a study from West Virginia University's Center of Alternative Fuels, Engines, and Emissions shows propane buses reduce nitrogen oxide emissions by up to 96%. A hearing has been scheduled for the Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes, and Energy to consider a request from INDEC Energy Service to amend its air emissions permit. The natural gas plant in Niles is seeking to change its permit to reflect the equipment on site. Eagle says its request would authorize INDEC to have lower emissions than its current permit allows. The hearing on the request is due to a member of the public requesting it. It'll be virtual September 6, beginning at 6 p.m. We have a link on our website. U.S. News & World Report is out with its latest ranking of high schools around the country. 
Coming in at number 34 in the state of Michigan is Bridgman High School. Principal Gerald Heath tells us the school is committed to giving students as many opportunities as possible, whether they're headed to college, skilled trades training, or the military. He heard about the ranking this week. Anytime we can get them ready for that next step in their lives, which is our job, and people recognize that outside of the people in our building, I think it's always good for the school and good to see that people are starting to see what we see in our kids every day. He says Bridgman High School encourages kids to explore early opportunities. We have 70 kids in the class and we have 10 to 12 of them going to early middle college. So we try to give them as many opportunities as possible. Obviously, being our size, sometimes that's hard, but ultimately that's what our job is, is try to create opportunities. Coming in 46 in Michigan is St. Joseph High School, ranking 63rd, Matawan. 76 is New Buffalo Senior High School. Coming in at 111th is Lakeshore High School. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.